You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Call me Adam.com. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and I'd like to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to my show. I'd also like to give a special shout out to my Patreon family for supporting this podcast on a deeper level. If you want to support this podcast even more, become a member of my Patreon family, where you can get a variety of backstage perks. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc for more information. Now, on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, I am chatting with two very special guests. First. I am conducting an interview with the legendary Fanny Bryce, 69 years after her death. And then I'm going to be interviewing the go-to Fanny gal, Kimberly Faye Greenberg, who has brought Fanny back to life with her one-woman show, Fabulous Fanny, The Songs and Stories of Fanny Bryce, currently streaming on Stellar. So when we come back, we will first be talking with the one and only Fanny Bryce. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Fanny Bryce. Hi, Fanny. Hello, Adam. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's such an honor to be talking to you. Uh, I mean, you look fantastic. I thank you so much. I I wanted to... uh, I mean, we should just get right into it because it, it is 69 years after your death. So let's look, um, I want to take a look back on your life. I want to also talk about what you think your life would be like if you were still alive today. Um, Of course, though, if you were alive today, it would be alive as if you were in your prime. Mm, This is true. This is true. Okay. Yes. I'm there with you, Adam. Let's do this. Okay. So let's, um, let's start at the beginning, like the the one thing I'm really interested in is where did you get your brassiness from? (laughs) Well, you know, I am a woman in a man's world. Mm -hmm. So to get attention, you gotta have a little bit of chutzpah. You gotta, you know, sometimes put a man in his place. Don't, you know, don't share that with the world, but I'm telling you this right now. But sometimes it took a little brassy, a little chutzpah, you know, to make my mark. Yes. I just didn't get anywhere by playing small. So that is where that brassiness came from. Because you've used it, I mean, from the beginning of, of, of your career. I mean, you marched, um, when you went to audition, you're going to have to help me with the show because my memory sometimes gets a little confused. But like one of your first auditions, you walked in and you were like, I want to sing. And you just did it. And then. Um, that's right. That's right. I watched, I marched right into the rooftop of the Ziegfeld Midnight Frolics because I wanted to star in that show. Now, keep in mind, I was a little kid at the time. I didn't really know any better. I didn't think twice about it. And I basically said that I would hold the note long enough to get all the important people to come out and listen to me sing so that they would hire me for the job. Guess who heard me sing? George M. Cohan in that office. He came out and guess who got the job? Fanny Bryce. I got the job. (laughs) 
And that is how I learned that chutzpah and brassiness, very, very, very important. Would you consider Ziegfeld Follies your big break? I would have to say the Ziegfeld Follies was my big break. I mean, that is where people got to know me, got to see what I really could do as far as comedy, as far as singing, as far as some of my most famous tunes, like My Man, like Secondhand Rose, that then went on to have many records and be played on the radio. So I guess you could say that did introduce me to the public overall and, and how I got to then go on to do radio when, and the movies. Say. But it was nice to be able to be a woman and to make my mark and to know that I was kind of creating my own niche with a lot of my comedy. I mean, my Yiddish humor, no one had done that before. So it was nice to be able to create my mark there. And then also I got to create some original characters that nobody had seen before, like Baby Schnooks. And then I went on to play with some people who are, you know, still huge stars as well. I mean, I perform with Bob Hope. Now he may he rest in peace. Yeah. He has also passed away. But I mean, I was up there along with many other greats of the time as well. That's so exciting. And I mean, you, you really, you know, looking back, you really paved the way for so many women of today with, with all of your success. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm pretty proud of that per se, because I don't know if there would be woman comedians today if I hadn't, you know, broken the mold and broken the niche and come out and said, I'm going to be funny and hopefully everybody will like it. But here we are today. So I'm pretty proud of that, I will have to say. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about one of the most iconic things to happen to you. And then we'll go into some uh, fun questions as well. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the legendary Fanny Bryce. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze. Hey everyone, my name is Fanny Bryce and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. Welcome back. back. Thank you for having me, Adam. This is lots of fun. Oh, you're welcome. I'm having a great, great time. Now, one of the most iconic things to happen to you, which you didn't know about because you were dead already, um, was that Barbara Streisand, who is a legend, talk about icon. Iconic. Yes. I know. I've heard of Barbara. She's definitely iconic. Yes. Now, she portrayed you in the film 
and Broadway version of Funny Girl, as well as the sequel to the film Funny Lady. Now that I'm back, I have quickly checked out the Funny Girl and Funny Lady on, you know, streaming. streaming. Yes. You can watch it that way. So I made sure to check it out. I will say I do enjoy her portrayal. Mm-hmm. Also, funny enough, I have come to find out that much of the things that she sang when first starting out were many of my tunes. Mm. So if you go back to Barbara's original records, where mm-hmm. do you all remember records? I heard records are a thing of the past. Yes. Although well, they are making a comeback. Oh, I see. Nice, yes. nice. Well, everybody needs to pull out my good Fanny Bryce albums then. <laughs> Put those on the record player. Listen to me morning, noon, and night. But uh, yes, yeah, so Barbara, she has a lot of uh, my original tunes on her records, which I found very interesting. But I do appreciate her performance in Funny Girl and Funny Lady. Funny Girl being with Nick, obviously. Funny Lady about my third marriage to Billy Rose. Yes. Um, what's interesting though about Funny Girl and about Funny Lady is well, Funny Girl was written just after I passed. Mm-hmm. And um, Nick was still alive at the time. So they did leave out some um, important little things about Nick and I, which were not in Funny Girl, which I just, you know, have to point out. We can't put it all out there into the world. I still have to have some secrets. Um, But I did enjoy the way that she portrayed me and keeping my legend alive. We are doing this interview. I don't know if you're aware. We're in the middle of a a global pandemic. So that's actually why we're doing this interview over this uh, platform called Zoom. And um, there is talk prior to, and Broadway has shut down. I don't know if you're aware, but Broadway is shut down um, at least until June, 2021. Hoping, Hoping to come back then, who knows, who knows. But anyway, Prior to the Broadway shutdown, there were there was a lot of chatter that there was going to be a Funny Girl revival on oh, Broadway. That's very exciting. Very, very exciting. exciting. Yes, yes. Now, um, uh, you know, who would you like to see play you in the Broadway revival? Or let's say they were going to, because there's also been talk here and there about a Funny Girl film remake. Who would so? Who would you like to see you? either the same actress for the film and Broadway revival, or you could say two different actresses, one for Broadway, one for film. Oh, well, that is a very, very hard decision. There are so many wonderful actresses out there. Now, I am not familiar with them all, so I cannot name them all now. But I will say there is this wonderful woman she seems to have me down to a T, and her name is Kimberly Faye Greenberg. Has anybody heard of her? Oh my God, I know her. Really? Yes, oh. I actually, I actually took a class with her oh. like a few months ago, so oh. I do know her. She's very, just wonderful. Just she's wonderful. fantastic, and I actually interviewed her several years ago for my website. So. Oh. I think you're onto something there, Fanny. Oh, all right. Well, I'm glad I'm thinking very clearly now. You know. Now, of course, I have to see that I can read my notes. I'm not shy about, I'm not trying to pretend that I've memorized everything we talk about. I have it all written down here on my iPad. Uh, okay, so the first rapid fire question is favorite kind of lipstick? Oh, red, red, darling, red. Uh, heels or flats? Oh, heels. Now, I'm already very tall. I'm already 5'7". 
However, I was always standing amongst, you know, those beautiful leggies, big felt bollies girls. So I needed to be a little bit taller. So heels, always heels. Favorite store to shop in? Oh, Macy's, of course, right? Yes. Midtown in the Theta District, obviously Macy's. They're still around. Oh, that's wonderful. Do they do their Thanksgiving show every year? Every year. This oh. year, because of the pandemic, it's going to be a little different, oh. but they are still doing it. It's going to be, okay. I, I don't really know what it's going to be, but oh. it's going to be a little different. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. yes. Uh, favorite scent or smell? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I always like the smell of cooking in the kitchen. Mm. I love daffodils and roses. Those would always fill my dressing rooms. Oh, I don't know anything that smells fresh and clean. Obviously, I've been in the grave for a while. So, you know, fresh and clean is good. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> favorite section of the New York Times to read first? Oh, well, the theater section, of course. Yes. I love that. That's how you know you're a true show girl. Oh, exactly. <laughs> got to read the arts section, arts and entertainment. That's yes. what matters. Yes, me too. I would always read that section first. Um, now, I don't know if they had this while you were alive, but um, we have a thing called karaoke. Oh, so karaoke. it's basically, Please. yes. So karaoke is when um, you go to a bar and you get up on stage and you they have the lyrics on the screen and anybody can go up and sing oh i see so I see. you could pretty much sing almost any song oh, in the interesting, world interesting um, so if you were to do karaoke what do you think your go-to karaoke song would be oh well i have a favorite tune many people don't know that it is my tune however oh if you want the rainbow you must have the rain that mm. is one of my ultra favorite tunes Yes, I, I originated that song. There I love go. that. Mm -hmm. A little piece of trivia, a little piece of Fanny trivia. That's right. My favorite. And um, we also have this, these um, things today. So we have um, cell phones, which is basically a portable telephone. Oh. Yeah. I mean, so the advances advanced. in technology since oh. your passing has been incredible. I mean, clearly we're doing this interview. You've from from wherever you are, me from my closet, um, and we're doing it over the computer. So the cell phones, they're handheld, and mm -hmm. they also act like a mini computer. Oh, uh, it's crazy. I know. So oh, now on the cell phone- I was phone, living in the wrong time. Yes. The time is so easy. Yes. Well, yes and no, but there's a lot of advantages. So um, you can also, uh, instead of calling somebody, you know, which back when you were- alive was the only option um you can also send a text message which is basically like it's like sending a note to somebody but instantly oh. and instead of typing out words you can use something called an emoji so it could be like a smiley face it could be an animal it could be um a sport it could be a food i mean there's an emoji pretty much for every emotion everything you're trying to say so if you were to send a text emoji an emoji over text message to somebody what do you think your favorite go-to emoji would be well as you mentioned faces yes i'm kind of known for my funny faces so i'd probably need a funny face emoji you know big eyes uh-huh kind of thing i think that would probably be my signature yes 
Yes. Well, you did. Um, that's all the rapid fire questions. You did a fantastic oh, job. Well, with thank them. you so much. Um, can you believe we're already at the end of the interview? Oh, that's so sad. I know. But I end all my interviews playing off of the title of my podcast, Bearing It All. So if you could bear it all and reveal something that you've never talked about previously. So this would be that you never talked about while you were alive or I mean, you've been dead for 69 years. Maybe something has happened to you while you've been dead that you'd like to share. What would you reveal today? I once, in trying to protect Nick Onstein, uh-huh. I once opened a Brazier shop. Did you know that? Ooh, I did not. As a cover. As a cover. So that when he was on the run, he could contact me at the Brazier shop so that no one would know. Wow. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming onto my show. I can't believe I got to talk to you 69 years after your death. You it's look my pleasure. Oh, you look beyond fantastic. Oh, thank you. You've preserved very well. Thank you very much. If you want to learn more about Fanny Bryce, uh, definitely right now you can stream. Um, there, like she said, there is this woman, this fantastic actress she's actually known as the go-to fanny gal kimberly oh, faye greenberg that's incredible she, i'm so glad for her yes yes me too she has a fantastic fantastic show called um i have to get my notes here because again my memory is just not what it used to it's be it's all right adam it's all right uh it's called fabulous fanny the songs and stories of fanny bryce it's currently streaming on stellar and um, you can get tickets and find streaming dates. You can go to my website, callmeadam.com, and I have all the information there. So, Fanny, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on today. And thank you so much, Adam, for having me. This was wonderful. You're welcome. You're welcome. And um, don't go anywhere because I have another exciting guest coming up. So we will be right back. Well, we are back. Uh, this is such a special episode because it's combining two interviews. So I just got to, as you heard, interview the legendary Fanny Bryce. And now I am getting to interview the go-to Fanny gal, Kimberly Faye Greenberg, who has created her own one-woman show called um, Fabulous Fanny, The Songs and Stories of Fanny Bryce, which is currently streaming on Stellar uh, mm -hmm. through December 27th. It has, uh, there are specific days and times that it streams. Um, I have, you can go to callmeadam.com and get tickets and find out all the dates that it's streaming. It's such a fantastic show. Kimberly is terrific as Fanny. I mean, I see why sh you're called the go-to Fanny girl. So oh, without oh, further you. ado, let me introduce everybody to Kimberly Faye Greenberg. Oh, thank you so much, Adam. That's really sweet. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yay. Um, this is actually our first quote unquote live interview together. We did an yeah. interview years ago through email for my website. So yes. it's like so exciting now to have you both on my podcast and as a video interview. It's it's just thrilling. Yay. Yes. So um let's talk about your show fabulous fanny i mean what, what how did you get fascinated with fanny bryce where did it all start from it's an interesting story and i um i always find it ironic that i am doing fanny now because my middle name is faye f-a-y-e mm. and i'm named after my great-grandmother whose name was fanny 
Oh my God. So it's kind of funny how my parents would never have obviously known that. So it's funny how later on in life, I'm now known as this woman named whose name is Fanny. And that is actually part of my name. So kind of interesting. The universe was like shining. Yes. Um, but I, I think I got familiar with Fanny in high school when I started realizing theater was something I was going to be doing. And I did have a teacher at that point who was like, well, you're Jewish. You kind of look like this actress. You should watch Funny Girl and you could play Fanny Bryson's Funny Girl. Mm. And I said, okay, you know, and I grew up on Barbara. So that uh -huh. was, I listened, my mom listened to her, all her albums all the time. So I was very familiar with Barbara, but I didn't realize that had anything to do with Fanny Bryce. Mm. Um, then later on, uh, numerous years later, after graduating from college, I was doing a regional production of Fiddler on the Roof, uh -huh. of course. <laughs> and that theater was going to be doing Funny Girl in the following season. And they had said to me, you know, we want to consider you to play Fanny in Funny Girl in the following season. So would you please study the role? It's a big role. Please study it. And let's see if it can work out for next season. Wow. So I literally did, when somebody tells me to do something, um, I, I get tunnel vision and I, I put all my work into, into it. Uh -huh. And I literally studied the entire script and score for a year. I did so much research on Fanny um, wherever I could find it basically. Uh -huh. And obviously watching Funny Girl and things like that. And um, guess who didn't book the job? I oh didn't book God. the job. Yeah. So what? I, I did it for a year. I mean, I learned everything for a year and I didn't get the job. So that was devastating at that How point. How come? Uh, I, I, it had to do with several factors and I don't think it was necessarily a talent factor. I think it had to do with a lot of other things that were not necessarily in my control as far mm -hmm. as union and non-union and uh, other things so uh, it may have been partly talent too I, I don't know I the thing with me is again ironic because I'm the Fanny Bryce go-to gal I've actually never done Funny Girl yeah and I've done Fanny in four shows one of them being mine and then but and I've been in for Funny Girl many times but it's usually against someone who's a big star mm. or it's usually the theater has somebody already in mind and I'm like a backup plan mm. or the other idea is a lot of times they want somebody who can sound very much like Barbara and mm. I don't sound at all like Barbara when I sing I sound very much like the real Fanny Bryce very right. traditional musical theater gal so um a lot of times that may not be what the theater is going for. And that's totally, that's totally fine. So eventually I hope, you know, maybe Funny Girl's coming to Broadway. Who knows? Yes. You know what I mean? It would be yes. nice. Big things coming full circle. But um, so I've never actually had the opportunity to play her. But long story short is several years later, after a whole other, other journey with another show called Danny and Sylvia, the Danny Kane musical, which uh -huh. I did off Broadway, uh, someone saw me in that and said, oh, I've got this one woman show about Fanny Bryce. Would you be interested in workshopping it? So ironically enough, that happened. And I workshopped another show called One Night with Fanny Bryce, which uh -huh. did eventually open off Broadway. And that was a whole nother journey. Uh -huh. But maybe one day I'll eventually get into. And then from that, things started taking off because the New York Times saw that and the Associated Press saw that and people started seeing me. And then I had venues asking me for other material. 
I ended up being in a show that's workshopping for Broadway called Ghostlight. I ended up being in a Broadway show wow. um, called the Ziegfeld Midnight Frolics at the Liberty Theater. Um, and then, of course, I created my own show because people were asking for it. I actually didn't have the intention to do that. Uh-huh. And uh, once I started doing it, then more people kept asking for it. And then here we are eight, nine, 10 years later, I'd have to look at the calendar to tell you how long it's yeah. been. Um, but it's been a full journey too, in and of itself. And here we are now. Yes. Still, I'm still playing Fanny. I've got a couple albums and yeah. And I, I kind of am known for playing this wonderful brassy, sassy lady. That's so incredible. Thank That's you. so incredible. And now, I mean, literally the whole world can see it because it's it's streaming on Stellar through yeah. December 27th. So. Yeah, it's like crazy how that has happened. That again was something I didn't actually look for. And um, when the pandemic happened, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind to put mm-hmm. my show online. And several months into the pandemic, a great friend of mine, Ashley Kate Adams, yes. uh, had said to me, you know, you should think about putting your show online. And I did have a great video of my show. Luckily, I was smart to have videoed it. (laughs) Yes, yes. And then that's, I did end up putting it online. And here we are. Now, one thing I find interesting about the show is at the end of the show, during the credits, it says that um, it was, that that the film version is adapted for streaming. So did you, um, so did you, you, edited stuff out of I did I did Uh so my show online the streaming version if anyone wants to see it is an hour and 15 minutes and I wanted to make the actual show in-person show I have Uh several different versions I have a one-hour version and then I have the version that goes to theaters around the United States which is a two-hour version so it's about an hour and a half hour 45 with a 15-minute intermission so when I knew I wanted to stream it, I know people's intention spans as far as watching things on TV are shorter. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to make sure that it was something that was constantly a moving train mm-hmm. so that it would keep people's attention. Um, so I did. I, I cut about 20 minutes out of the show that's currently streaming. Wow. I also like the fact that it's something different so that you can watch my show streaming and then it gives you impetus potentially to see it in person or vice versa because it's not actually quite the same show. Mm-hmm. So it gives mm-hmm. you a unique experience as well as far as streaming versus what you would see in person. Yes. Well, I've only seen the streaming version. Um, and I have to say, I agree with what you just said about how you keep it moving. I mean, I, I have a pretty good attention span because I grew, I mean, growing up in the eighties, you, you know, you watch a lot of things. Um, but, uh, yes, the show moves very quickly and you're engaged the whole time. So whatever you edited out for this version, you picked good stuff to keep in oh thank you so yes. much i appreciate yes. that i you're appreciate welcome. that you're welcome and you get a real good overview of fanny and her life and i feel like you know the the streaming version of the show hits on all the main points that that the average viewer is going to want to know or is already interested in and um you definitely have like the singing voice for it and and everything so thank so you. any casting person listening or watching this interview i mean put her it put her in as fanny bryson funny girl and what is some of the characteristics that fanny has that you feel you have as well uh the big thing is chutzpah Mm -hmm. i mean truly fanny was so not afraid to speak her mind 
and coming from the time period that she was in, that would have been pretty much looked down upon, but she was a big enough star where she could get away with it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the idea of me being able to stand up for myself and definitely do my best to speak my mind. I'm not saying that's an easy feat usually, but she's given me a lot of permission to kind of own those sides of me without mm -hmm. being being as afraid to do that. Because I will say, I think most performers, including myself, we are we come alive on stage or on screen or wherever it is we're performing, but I think in real life, we're pretty quiet folks. A lot of us are very shy and kind of, we're taking the things in around us, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because we're using what we're observing kind of for our art. Yes. And so I, I feel like I'm not the only one to say that. I know I grew up as a very shy shy kid that like you know I was I was totally the kid everybody made fun of and all that stuff like you know yes. typical perform people who go into performing backstory but like I will say as I began to play Fanny that's just when I really started owning like my individualism as like who I am you know Kimberly Faye Greenberg this is me in the world I'm not yes. apologizing for it here we are <laughs> yes yes I I agree with all of that I mean I was very shy growing up I was not as outgoing as I am now. And I mean, I think like doing all these interviews has definitely made me a more outgoing person and everything. But yeah, I was that shy kid too that everyone made fun of. And, you know, it's nice to be able to find your footing fine eventually and be able to get that, you know, all that strength and everything and, yeah. and yeah. come into who you are. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think all our art is better for it too. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so, um, oh yeah, that's a good question that I had. <laughs> um, I'm all there for it, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, what is one characteristic of Fanny's that you wish you had that you feel you don't? Oh God. Wow. Okay. That's a tough question. I will say I still am walking that fine line of being able to fully be like, hey, here I am world. <laughs> <laughs> so there is still a little bit of that. I will say, yes. you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I can be honest with you because your show is called bearing it all with Adam. So That's right. I could say like, even with my having my, show out there I still sometimes get shy about being like hey friends mm -hmm. watch my show it's really good I, I promise this is not like me being an ego ego driven thing this is just like you should watch a show because it's a show and it's a real show come watch it you know what I mean like I have um I have I have hard a hard time with that sometimes yeah so there we go <laughs> I love that I love that and I love that it's that's something that you you haven't talked about before yeah yeah actually You'll find this funny too, because like I um I work with a life coach, as uh -huh. I think many of us work with a therapist or a life coach, whatever the case may be. And her 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 she told me this week, Kim, you need to like put five more percent into your <laughs> into your ego and let the let people see your ego like five more percent. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like five more percent. Just add like five more percent. I was like, okay. So there you go. There you go. There you go. The five more percent is doing this interview. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 
Bearing well, it all, bearing it all. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's move into, um, like we did, uh, I don't know if you are aware, during my interview with Fanny Bryce, I did some rapid fire questions with her. Okay. So I'd love to do the same rapid fire questions with you and see okay. what your answers are. All right, here we go. Okay. So the first one is um, favorite kind of lipstick. Oh, I have this beautiful hot pinky kind of lipstick and I mm. always wear it all I the time. It. Yes. Um, heels or flats? Uh, I can go either way. I think oh. heels if I'm getting dressed up, but flats if I'm not. Okay. Everyday wear is flats. I, I'm, not, I'm not wearing heels walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> A wise no, choice. No. <laughs> A wise choice, especially in New York City with yeah, all exactly. those greats. Yeah, not going to yeah. happen. I'm the lady who has the, the heels in like the hand yes. and the bag and the tennis <laughs> shoes on the feet. That's me. I I'm love real, it. I'm real stylish. Yes. Yes. Uh, favorite store to shop in? Oh, goodness. I don't, I don't really feel like I, I have a favorite store. Uh -huh. I, my, my, I like to go to the mall. I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm originally a California girl, uh -huh. Southern California. So I like to go to the mall. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, favorite scent or smell? Oh, I love the smell of roses. I also love mm. the smell of apple cinnamon. And I also love mm. the smell. It's the holidays, getting the holiday season. So the um the cinnamon like sticks and all the yes. all that cinnamon stuff. Oh, oh. God, I love it. I, love I it. just bought some cinnamon pine cones. I was at yes, Walmart. Pine cones. I'm like looking for the brain. Yes. yes pine cones. I have oh. some in my kitchen. It's yes. so amazing. So good. I love them. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And all the like and the, the apple flavored scented candles now. Yes, oh my God. Yes. And pumpkin. I like pumpkin yes, too. Yes. Bath and Body Works has some amazing plug in pumpkin scent ah. and they are so fragrant. Oh, the apartment, my apartment yes. smells so good. Uh, I love that. <laughs> that makes me happy. Yes. Yes. Um, favorite section of the New York Times to read first? Arts and entertainment. Yes. Oh, yeah. how funny. That was Fanny's favorite too. Oh, well, go figure. We yes. have a lot of things in common. I yes. I that only that. makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. That's why you're the go-to Fanny girl. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, favorite karaoke song? Oh, <laughs> I will survive. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that, I love that song. Oh my gosh. Not saying that I sing it well, but it's still fun. <laughs> I need a lot of alcohol. Yes, yes. Uh, your go-to emoji when texting? Oh, I, I just usually use like a heart. Uh -huh. Like a red, red heart is usually my go-to. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's all the rapid fire questions. Oh, I did it. Yeah. You did it. Well, you know, Fanny took... Fanny likes to talk. Of course she does. Yeah, so she took a lot of our time. But... Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, I always end my interviews playing off of the title of my podcast, Bearing It All. So if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you haven't told, what would you share with me today? Oh, oh, I, okay, I already told you like uh, some secrets earlier. You did. But I will say this. I would like to adopt a foster child. So there you go. Oh. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I love that. But there you go. And I, I have plans. I have plans to adopt a foster teen. So oh, wow. Yeah. What age? Uh, any above 10. Uh -huh. So probably I personally think, although it has, obviously I don't have control over what it's actually going to end up being, but like 
probably in the more teenager realm, probably uh-huh. in like the 13, 14, 15 year old range, which everyone's like, are you crazy? <laughs> no, that's great because that- <laughs> But no, that's all, I've always wanted to do it and, and I've been putting some wheels in motion. So there oh, we Oh, that's are. so exciting. And that's so yeah. great to do the teenage because that is an age bracket that is harder to get adopted because so many people yeah. want to adopt a, a yeah, exactly. baby or a young exactly. child. Exactly. That's really terrific. Yeah. So there's, there's something you don't, I don't talk about too much. So that is, I will say I follow you on social media and I have never seen one mention of that. So yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. That's oh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, where can everybody find you on social media? Oh, so you can find me on Instagram at KF Greenberg or at fabulous underscore Fanny underscore Bryce. Uh, you can also find my website, KimberlyFayGreenberg.com or FabulousFannyBryceShow.com. You can also find me at TheBroadwayExpert.com. So that's something we didn't get into today, but you can check that out as a, I'm also an actor performing coach, not yes. business coach, not, not acting coach, business coach. So you can check that out too. And then I, you can find me on all the other handles as well under my name. So if you just type in Kim, Kimberly Faye Greenberg, you'll find me. And very, I'm very findable in a Google search. I'm <laughs> yes, very, you are. very, very findable. Yes. Well, everybody listening and everybody watching, uh, follow Kimberly on social media. Follow her Fanny Bryce show. Get tickets. Yes, get to tickets to come her... see my show. Yes. December 27th. Yes, it streams through December 27th. So you have, you have lots of opportunities to see it. But don't wait until the last minute because yeah, after you see it once, you're definitely going to want to see it again. I hope so, yes. Yes. So thank you so much for joining me today. And um, always remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, Oh my God, my notes just fell over. But um, remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, we have over 70 theater and art related podcasts. So keep listening. And I'm a fan. So listen to them all. Yay. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at him for the business of show. CallMeAdam.com Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag. 